lady ballers. Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. What's up, everybody? Hey. Welcome back to Soccer Girl Probs. We're here. We're here to talk. <laughs> All right, guys. So this week we're talking about leadership, what it means to be the best coachable player possible, what it means to be the best teammate possible. So let's get right into it. All right. Should we say <laughs> what not to do? Well, I mean, let's go Let's go over coachable, being a coachable player first. Yeah. I feel okay. like we get a lot of emails, questions about how do I get my coach to notice yep. me. And, I mean, we're all going to have different takes on all these things. Sometimes I think it's about not trying so hard to get your coach to notice you. I think as soon as you put in so much effort for him to see something specifically, you're distracting yourself from being the best player and teammate that you can possibly be. And you start and to do things for the wrong reason. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, no, yes. If you're doing things just for the purpose of getting noticed, it's going to come across as disingenuous unless you're really good at faking it. But it's probably going to come across as disingenuous mm -hmm. and bother some people, which is not always yeah. good. Yeah. And you're not going to, like, don't cheat on the um, juggling drill, right? Mm -hmm. Who's that person who sucks up, says they got 100, and you're like, you're the worst juggler on the team? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <It doesn't laughs> But, um, yeah, I agree. I think just being consistent, like always coming 100% effort, being positive. Coaches are going to notice the little things without you having to try and, like, do you something know, elaborate. Do anything elaborate. I agree. One thing I'll never forget is I made, a, the, I made a team because the coach said that he saw when I lost the ball. I did everything in my, my power to get it back. And I think it's just important. Like, I didn't think he noticed that. I thought he noticed that I lost the ball. Mm -hmm. But instead, he was he turned it around and said, wow, that's that's the mentality we need on the team. So I think, like, you guys should never get down on yourself when you fail on the field. The coach is impressed with how you react to the situation. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's so, so true. I feel like if you just keep showing up and being the player every day that you think you'd want on a team, then that value will eventually become very evident to everyone Yeah. without you having to try. You just keep showing up and doing your best and being the teammate that you would want to have as your own teammate, mm -hmm. and the player that you would want to have if you were the coach, and then eventually you're going to really establish kind of who you are and, and coaches will get it without you having to yeah. show This is just a little one, but like asking questions is always okay. Like coaches love when you ask questions, but don't just ask questions to ask questions, right? You yeah, always have the difference. one person who's like, coach, can I, you know, like... <laughs> What about this? Are we going to do fitness at the end? And it's like, all right, to an extent, <laughs> questions are great, but you don't have to try and suck up with your questions, right? What about um, disagreeing with coaches? How do you guys feel about Like, how do you handle that? Because we have so many players, um, Lady Bullish, who ask us what to do if they're, like, disagreeing with their coach, whether mm -hmm. that's something their coach does, whether it's something their coach says to them. How do you right. handle it? Well, from our experience, we've had players who yell back at the coach in front of everyone, and that's probably the number one thing not to do. Um, I think it, yeah, if your coach yells at you, that's that's one thing, but I think you should pull them aside after practice and say, this is how I feel, I felt when you said this to me, or this is how I feel about the situation, and come from a point, you know, of having, you know, letting, giving them the opportunity to understand how you feel and why you reacted that way. So. And, and I feel like as we're all growing up, and even, like, when I was 18 and older in college, I was so uncomfortable with communicating that it made me always not be able to explain myself very well. I always felt not feeling understood. So, like, if you're nervous about communicating, don't not communicate because you're scared yeah. to. It's like, go if you really don't feel comfortable talking one-on-one -on -one to your coach. Maybe you and a teammate go and just have an open discussion or about a captain. something. Or a captain, yeah. yes. 
Um, but like, obviously I wouldn't question a coach in front of the whole team. If you have an issue that bring that up privately and discussing one-on-one is always a little bit better anyway than mm-hmm. a I, I think that's a really common thing is a lot of people are scared to talk yeah. to their coach. Oh, I still life. am horrified to talk to like bosses, <laughs> yeah. you know, like be like people that I feel like mm-hmm. are above me. It's, it's uncomfortable. And there are people too. And yeah. chances are you're not the only one on your team who's feeling that way. Yes. So if that's something that you do want to talk to your coach or other teammates about, you're probably going to find that it's something that everyone's feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also another thing, like, if you are furious and you're, you're full of so much anger, I suggest that you take a beat and relax, calm down, think about what you want to say to your coach, mm-hmm. write down your feelings, run it by a friend, run it by your mom. <laughs> parents are good at that. They are yeah. good. They have that and outside. Most parents. Yeah. Like, and some think, are like, your coach is wrong too. But <laughs> Yeah, right. But, like, I think that's so important because I, when I was younger, I would get angry and lash out. At, at my sisters or my mom yeah. and not even realize what I was saying. Yeah. And so, then you take it back from me. Because you're in the moment. And I yeah. remember my junior year during our spring um, training. Oh, <laughs> you were graduating at this point. But we were doing the beep test. We did our spring fitness testing, which I always took very serious. Oh, like, I was always <laughs> like, I'm going to make sure, like, I'm the best that I can be. I'm going to just crush it. And we did the beep test. And they changed the, the test that we did. And they changed the lines. And they told us that we all failed. And I was so mad because I knew that I had passed. I knew that like half of our team had passed. And I was just like, you're wrong. And I got mad at our coach. And he literally um, like told me I couldn't play the next game. Really? Like oh he sat God. me on the bench and said, you're not playing this game. This. And like I knew, yeah, I knew I was right. But I should have approached the situation and talked to him after practice rather than saying it in front of everyone. Or if everyone felt that way, we could have went him together. Yeah, way. exactly. Yeah. Like speak to your captain or your teammates, and if you guys are genuinely upset, come from a place of that. Yeah. Come from that place. Don't yeah. come from like this is BS. Because yeah. I would do the same. But hey, it, it to totally was BS. Yeah, but <laughs> I would do the same though. Like that would yeah. be my first reaction. Yeah. But like when you really think about it, you have to play the game, guys. Yeah. Even if you're really mad and you want to curse on him, play the yeah. game. Yeah. Well, now honestly, I, I don't remember if it was Jim or Sean, our coaches, but. One of them, and it might have been just in the beginning when I was playing, had 24-hour rule. And it was, if you want to discuss anything really? about the game, it, you were, it was not being discussed the night of that game. I could see that being Jim. Uh, right? I think, I think Sean used to, like, text and, him after the yeah, game. And, I, <laughs> and right? I think it was maybe when I, we had first started. But, like, it was good because it let you, like, go home with yeah. your thoughts. And if you were, had rage or if you had excitement or if you had whatever, it let you, like, calm the F down and, like, level out and then really think about what you want to talk about. And sometimes something that you were so angry about the night of, you woke up the next morning, you're like, all right, I'm still a little angry, but it's not worth me making a whole confrontation and think about it. So mm-hmm. I can approach it in a much more constructive way. I, I, I thought I it was really like that idea. Yeah, yeah it was great. Really because, smart. And I, I feel like I remember witnessing a player being like mad and him being like 24 hours. Then wow. we'll discuss it. And, that, and everyone cools down and no one says anything. They regret so it or anything. So. Yeah. That's, I'm going to say that to my kids. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. Don't <laughs> hours. And you're not going to talk to them for 24 hours. <laughs> it's not making you dinner either. Okay, and then we do have we have a ton of girls who are asking us, what if they really don't get along with the coach enough? Do they switch clubs? Do they switch schools? Because so, there are, I think, I, have, I think there's degrees of it because I think a lot of people are, I think 90% of players are probably going to get in disagreement or not like their coach yes. for an extended period of time. That could be a week, it could be a year. But at what point do you say, okay, maybe I do have to look elsewhere? So, I don't, and I have such a... Such a strong opinion on this, and I'm sure people are going to differ with me too, but I am such a believer that throughout your life, you're going to be forced into scenarios and work settings and classes and study groups where you don't get along with someone. And if your first 
thought is to run and go find something better or to go find a scenario that's a little bit easier for you, then you're not actually overcoming adversity. You're just mm -hmm. running from it, finding an easier solution. Mm -hmm. Like people mm -hmm. that don't have playing time on a team, they'd rather switch teams than talk right. to the coach, figure out what that coach is looking for them to do and try to earn the playing time. What You're allowed to completely disagree with people. I'm so for that as well. But you have to be able to coexist with something you disagree with without wanting to run from it right away. So I think like... If you're in middle school or high school and you hate your coach and your idea is to change teams, what are you going to do when you're 30 and you hate your boss? Yeah, like, I agree. Are you going to run from a job that maybe you really need? You also have you to know? realize like the grass isn't always greener. Like That's If true. you do switch teams, it could be the same case scenario. Maybe it's not yeah. the coach. Maybe it's you. Maybe you have to figure out how to better handle those situations yeah. with yeah. those coaches. Yeah. I also think, though, there are going to be times where if there is yeah, a coach true. who is extremely, you know, it's an unhealthy situation... Yeah then you have to figure that out. Yes. But I think those are special circumstances. Yeah. Hopefully most of the time it's just like you have to suck it up. But mm -hmm. if there's a situation where you don't feel safe or you feel uncomfortable. I mean, we had a yeah, player who, who disagreed with our coach so much they just didn't see eye to eye that they had a third party come in. Um, I think it was like one, one of the mediators. Yeah, yeah, our school came in. And like it did help the situation. Maybe it didn't solve everything, but mediators are great because it, it helps you be able to get your points across and get the, their points across without you you know arguing and yelling and not hearing the other person so 100%. that's an extreme situation but you know but it's probably more happens more often than we think yeah my advice would be all I love the advice you guys are giving but literally back to the communication I feel like a lot of people are just misunderstood and I feel like you just if you're not trying to communicate then you didn't try mm -hmm. you should really try to find an even playing playing field and then also or common ground and then also uh, give it time like mm -hmm. my like if I if I hate really left things that I hated in my life I would have never succeeded in anything yeah. my mom the fact that my mom kept me in sports and in soccer and all that like I didn't like it in the beginning but mm -hmm. like I fell in love with it after yeah. months of playing. So like, it's just stick with, stick it out and give yourself time. Like, make sure that is something that you do. Mm -hmm. right. What do you guys think in terms of going about uh, approaching? Not if you feel like you're not getting enough playing time, because we get that question. I, mean, a lot I think as it's well. so circumstantial. Like, I think it really just depends on the situation. Yeah. I think you can go to them one on one and ask them what you have to do to mm -hmm. get that playing time or. What are things that you can improve on for the possibility of playing time? Yeah. They might still give you a list of things. You might do them, and you're still sitting on the bench. Yeah. So, like, it really just depends. Yeah, but that is a constructive way to go about it. I think a coach has a lot more respect for the player that instead of coming to them demanding and saying, why yeah. aren't I playing yeah. more, to say, what can I do to play more? Mm -hmm. I think Definitely. that question is perceived a lot better. And they're going to appreciate that. They're yeah. going to, like, we had our coach would give you, like, one-on-one -on -one help after practice. Yeah. Like, I remember Sean would have, like, a group of a couple people who wanted to get more shots and or more touches. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think network. especially with college and even high school and club, like, if you show them, like, that you're going to put the time and effort in, they're going to see that, like, as a huge, you know, huge positive. Yeah. So. All right, well, let's move on to, like, leadership. Like, how we've had so many girls ask us how to be leaders on their teams. What do you guys think? Is there any tips or things that players can do to be leaders on their teams? I feel like there are like different types of leaders always. Totally. And you have like the leader who is very vocal and mm -hmm. is a good organizer and really sets things out. Oh, you were going to say something. It's a good blog idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, different types of yeah. Probably and then, writing a blog right now. Yeah, and then you have the quiet leaders, the ones that maybe don't open their mouth very much but lead by example and by Definitely. their work ethic. And, and without even trying to lead, they have people that are 
kind of inspired to, to work a little harder through them. So there are lots of different leaders. So you don't always have to be the, the captain. The, the, yeah, yeah. The, yes, the captain or the idea of the captain who's yep. like, everyone come together. I'm going to give this motivational speech. It doesn't yep. always have to come in that form. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so true. I, I can already like picture people from our team who like weren't the captain, but like they did lead by example. And I really like saw them as role models. And, it made you and be I was better. like, I want to be that type of player. So yeah. I totally agree with that. And let's not like, let's be real. A lot of captains, like the leader, like it goes to their head, right? Yeah. Like they think just because they have the band on their arm, like that they have like the authority. So I think there's a lot of situations where the girls are like, what do I do if I don't agree with the captain or I don't agree with how they're leading? What do you do in that situation? Yeah, I mean, talk to them first. And if it doesn't, if you're not, you know, if nothing is improving, I think that's when you can go to your coach and say, mm -hmm. what's going, tell them what's going on and make it a thing where it's like, you're really not attacking anyone, but you are, it's affecting the team. Yeah. So I think you, that's really important. And you're also a leader by doing that. Yeah. By speaking up, yeah, you know, we have to do that. Speaking of leaders that bother you, what are some don'ts as a leader? Because there are a lot, I'm well, sure. From personal experience, my high, in high school, when I was a freshman, my captain was the meanest person, and she bossed everyone around. So instead, she kind of was leading with fear. Yeah. You know? And sometimes that works, though. Sometimes it does. And even coaches sometimes. Yeah, it, it does. It works for coaches So it really depends on the players, I right? I agree. But as a group, we were like, Depends this is not perceived. Yeah. Yes, like we weren't responding. Yeah. And I didn't like that. And something I would say is like, I love a leader that is is respectful. Right. Like they could be laying down the law in a respectful way. Definitely. And I that would be my. I feel like, and that was like our freshman year, um, Froby. I felt like that she was a little bit of fear, mm -hmm. I, but I was it was scared. more like respect and yeah, you were I'm scared. Scared. But you but also, she led by example. I respected her. Yeah. Yeah, she worked super hard. She was yeah. always putting the extra time. She would work with the people who needed extra help. So mm -hmm. there's like that fine balance, I yeah. think, of that leader. Speaking of, don't be a hypocritical leader because that. Oh. my least favorite kind so if you want to be on everyone preach on everyone to like be putting in the work outside or to be cleaning up or the not going then, out over the weekend yeah <laughs> let's be real yeah them. definitely practice what you preach if you're going to be a leader <laughs> yes. right yes if you want everyone to make sure the field is clean but you're the first one in your car peeling yeah. rubber out of the driveway while everyone is cleaning up it's probably not a good way to leave <laughs> totally agree we're not referring to anything. Never. No. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think that's a great point. Um, what about teammates that you don't get along with? Because I mean, we had a very we had a situation in our school where there was one person who no one got along with. They spoke to the coach very negatively. Remember, we went to our coach and we said we don't feel like she's being a good team player, right? And mm -hmm. he addressed it, and he was actually, like, happy that we did. But I think there's a fine line of mm -hmm. being, like, a tattletale and really, like, being, yeah. like, this is in the best interest of the yes. team, right? Yeah. And look, this is just part of being girls. Girls get bitchy. We're clicky. We can't help but s stay around the ones we feel mm -hmm. closest to or the most alike, and certain people feel left out, or you may feel left out, and that's always something that's going to happen. But we also can always just take a deep breath and maybe realize that, we're not always, it's not always against us. Sometimes two girls would just go off and do everything together because they happen to be best friends and it's mm -hmm. not because they don't actually like you. Yeah. And I feel like just because you don't get along with everyone on the team, you don't need to be BFF yeah. of everyone. No, but you're going to find your not. people and you'll yeah. attract the people that are like you. Yeah. I feel like too, like you guys on a team, you have a common goal to play and to win. So if you guys are respectful on the field, then, then I think that's it's okay to be different and it's okay to not yeah. 
always surround yourself around this person. Yes. Well, you, know, you like, see even on the U.S., like the women's national team, you can tell who's sure, friends who's on the side. Like, yeah. like, and then on the field, they all are respectful and they all play to yeah. win and to have that common goal, right? Exactly. We're not telling you guys to like everyone. We really get yeah. it. It's Just not... be respectful exactly. to every one of your teammates. And if there is one person who isn't friends with anyone, try and like invite them to the yes. boss party. See invite them to person. come to yeah. doesn't mean you have to be best friends with them, but just include them and make sure. Because yes. you're... At, one point in your life, you're going to feel like the outsider, and it's a shitty feeling, right? Yeah. So just embrace that person. If that's a new, if that's a freshman, or if that's someone who switched schools or switched teams or transferred into your yeah. college, take them under your little take wing. Take them under your wing, yeah. yeah. Seriously, it's have so lunch cool with them. You don't have to hang with them all day. But yeah. Yep. If you really look at it, the teams that are the most successful, they're not just successful because they're the best soccer players in the world. They're mm -hmm. successful because they are all, they all have each other's backs. Definitely. When it comes to playing, and they're a cohesive unit with a common goal. And if you're going to go out of your way to not include some teammates and others, you're you're doing damage to your win and loss record, really, when it comes down to it. Because the teams that are the most cohesive and, and get along the best, they're going to practice the best together. They're going to ride the bus to the games the best together. They're going to get pumped up in the locker room together the best. Mm -hmm. and they're going to end up playing together the best. So include everyone, guys. Yeah. Love one another. That was really nice. Peace <laughs> <laughs> But And then, yeah, for tips for people who are joining new teams, is there anything else besides that? Like, what do you guys think? You're going to be outside your comfort zone, right? It's, like, it's okay to feel weird. Yeah. Like, we all have felt that it sucks. Like, we all, everyone's been new on some team at <laughs> one point. It doesn't yep. feel great. But, yep. like, don't, just because you feel that, don't be scared. Because yeah. you just got it. The beginning of everything sucks. Even the beginning of being a freshman sucks and then every progressive year yep. gets better just because that new factor is gone so yeah my guess just stick with it i yeah. also like the idea of like when you come and come onto a team introduce yourself to everyone and maybe ask them a follow-up question where are you from like mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you like to do like just have a conversation yeah. and you start to get to know the people faster than you think yeah and i think it will make you automatically more comfortable on day one than than anything so yeah. just just be nice and be open to meeting other people yeah. definitely true and you don't have to like be weird and message every 20, 20 of every single person on your team and ask them something super weird, guys. You can do it like in I person. Saw your or you, yeah, like I saw your boyfriend's name was Kyle and he's six foot tall. And, uh, don't how, come on how to the team. <laughs> but just like, yeah, I agree. Be outgoing and like in person, you can ask questions. Or if there's one person you see on, on social media and you're like, oh, I live near you. If you're ever training in the area or playing pickup, let me know. Like things like that. You don't have to be creepy, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but be, be kind and try and, you know, get out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's it. It was a short one this week, but we just wanted to stay consistent mm -hmm. because consistency is key. Yeah, and we're going to keep coming out with new ones. Um, some topics that we're going to start doing, though, is just like the work, like the balance of being a student athlete. So if you guys have any questions about that, um, we're going to talk to a couple of professionals. Staying involved with soccer um, post college, or if that's something you want to do around your career. So, any questions, we'll put them on social media. But please rate, subscribe, do everything like that because we want to keep doing this. Um, and that's it for today, right? Retweet. And we just love you. That's it. That's it. You. That's it. Bye. Bye.